Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It is Dukes and Bell. Last time we saw this dude, we had, uh, well, let's be honest, we took over Charlotte. All right. Last time we hanged out with Willie P., who was the voice of the Charlotte FC. And of course, he is on WFNZ in Charlotte and uh, covers all the teams there. But uh, it's good to have you on, Willie, man. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything is good with the family. But yeah, you came through. We saw you last time. Even though the Falcons lost, we took that city over. Well, I know you, you guys can fill a bar, but uh, you couldn't fill a scoreboard. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yourself. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It, if anything, it did finally rid us, almost nearly rid us, of Marcus Mariota, his uh, dreaded famed <laughs> grenade toss in the rain that night that even Al Michael said, what the, is that? So, uh, <laughs> so by the way. So what, we did you a favor, is what right. you're telling me. What's the buzz, man? How, first off, is everybody stoked? And was everybody, as far as Panther Nation, sold that Bryce Young was the number one guy to get? I would say it was about 75-25 on the young. I think there were a lot of people who wanted C.J. Stroud just because they wanted somebody who was a bigger body. But I think it's easy to see when you look at Bryce Young, what he can be at the NFL level. Everyone was talking about the processing scores. But I think the one thing that you looked at from uh, what the people who at least we know at the Panthers told us is that he has kind of that full package of the ability to not only be a great quarterback but to be the great ambassador in the city someone you can put on a billboard, somebody who can check all the boxes internally, be a spokesperson, be that kind of guy. Uh, he's just uh, somebody who you look at and you say, I feel, you, not, he can be like a 10-year, 11-year guy on the NFL and, and really feel like you can make things happen with him. Yeah, I, I'm curious, Scott Fitter, what's your read on him, uh, the general manager? Like, Do you feel like he knows what he's doing? Do you feel like you still don't know? What's your read on him? I feel like it's still unknown, Carl, just because of the fact that you're getting a lot of the reports after the fact, after the Matt Rule era, that many of the decisions that were made in the building while he was the head coach were made by Matt Rule, or at least he had the final say on things. So for a lot of people, they looked at this as kind of being the first draft for Scott Fitterer and the first offseason overall for him. And so in that vein, I feel like a lot of his report card in his time with the Panthers is still very much unfinished and unfettered. I think they made a lot of moves this offseason that were very shrewd, going and getting Adam Thielen and DJ Chark and making the trade uh, involving D.J. Moore. I think you look at it and you say it was always going to hurt a little bit to try and go up and get number one. So I still feel like they're devoid of a quote-unquote number one receiver, and I still think that they have some holes on the team that they have to address. I think the opposite edge rusher alongside Brian Burns is one you look at and you say is still somewhat unfilled. But I think they built a pretty good team so far in this offseason with the kind of resources that – uh, that they've spent over the course of their 2023 offseason. It is our man Willie Pay up there in Charlotte, man, in the Queen City, covering soccer and doing the radio thing. I know that Miles Sanders for many years was a fantasy killer at running back, and then last year he really popped all the way to the Super Bowl, 11 touchdowns, 1,200 yards. So are they expecting him to take the pressure off of Bryce? 
I think they definitely are, Mike, just because when you think about this team last year, they were getting great numbers out of Deontay Foreman. Uh, and somebody who you look at and you say is not necessarily a household name when it comes to running backs. And I think uh, they're very confident in what they've done with this offensive line. The guy that they took last year, number one, uh, was Iki Iquanu. We looked at him as more of a run blocker than he was a pass blocker. Pass blocking was always kind of his uh, thing you wanted to build around or build up to with him. Uh, they really are confident with the ability that the offensive line can to run the football. They are going to be down one of their top offensive linemen to start the year in Austin Corbett. So they went and got a couple of guys, not only in the offseason, but also in the draft. And I think when you look at from the, the Carolina standpoint, Sanders is going to be somebody who you look at in first and second down to get Bryce Young some of those third mediums. You don't want to be sitting in third and long where this guy's going to have to process off schedule. We love his ability to process off schedule, but they're hoping to try and limit that in his rookie campaign. So what's the strength of this team? Um, now that you've added Bryce Young, what was the strength? Is it, is it the run game? Is it the defensive line? What's the strength of this Carolina football team? I still think it's a defense, guys. And I think uh, changing the defense to a 3-4 under a Joe Evero is going to be the big thing we look at this year that isn't involving Bryce Young. It's whether or not Derek Brown moving to the outside can be that kind of number six overall player. Because I think the one thing we saw from him last year was a real big jump in his game. He was a lot more active in the middle, but uh, still not producing the kind of numbers that when you take a defensive tackle that high, you want to see from him. So I think bumping him outside will be very interesting to see. I think you're also going to see whether or not Brian Burns earns his money as well. He got himself to a Pro Bowl. He's obviously somebody who you look at and say that you circle on the opposite end. And I think they're also very high on their corners. Whether J.C. Horn can get a full year underneath his belt, uh, he's had great, great spurts in his limited time on the field in his career, but hasn't been able to stay on the field. I think they look at both J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson as two guys who can lock down either outside of the field. It's a question about whether or not they can stay on the field in 2023, though. It's our man Willie P. from up in Charlotte breaking it down, kind of reviewing everything that's happened since the draft and what these guys did in the offseason. We were talking earlier in the NFL Blitz, Willie, about Cal McNair and the Texans, and did he have his hands over the C.J. Stroud thing? So did David Tepper have his hands and finger, finger marks, fingerprints all over mm. going to get Bryce Young? Well, I definitely think he was asked. I think that's the one thing you look at is that he, I think he always kind of wants to be a part of the conversation. I don't think that Mr. Tepper is somebody who dictates moves, so to speak, but I think he's somebody who you look at and you say, hey, he has at least an ear on the conversation and everything happening. He's somebody who's very invested. He wants to win, and I also think uh, he's gotten an unfortunate rap in this town from a lot of people because they've looked at the results and not been satisfied, but I think you look at it from that standpoint, they learned their lessons from the first head coach that he hired. Uh, they went with somebody with more experience. And I think they've also put the football decisions in the pans of the personnel people as opposed to the head coach, which I think is a real, real great step forward towards this organization taking that next step. I think that Fitterer and the scouts got it right during the offseason. I think Frank Reich has very much kind of been a part of the conversation but hasn't dominated the conversation. I think the same thing could be said for David Tepper. And I think that particular delineation of the roles is what's going to turn this organization back into a winning franchise. Are they going to get a new stadium there? That's the one thing that we've been kind of looking at over the course of the last couple of weeks. Uh, there was a report that came out middle part of last week that was uh, from one of the local news reporters saying that there was some conversations between the Teppers and uh, the city council here to renovate Bank of America Stadium and build a new practice facility. You may or may not know that they were trying to build a new practice facility down where I actually moved in uh, South Carolina in Rock Hill, which is about a 30-minute drive south from uh, Charlotte proper. 
Uh, that got bungled, unfortunately, by the local government down there. And as a result, uh, the, the Packers facility, basically as it was halfway built, got thrown away. So as a result, they're trying to figure out a brand-new practice facility on their existing practice bubble, trying to build a new facility there and also renovate the existing stadium. They're looking for about $1.2 billion, half of which will come from public money. Don't know whether that's going to go through or not, or whether they actually want a new stadium. There's been talk about some land that's about a mile and a half or at least half a mile southwest of the stadium that's been owned right now by the Charlotte Pipe and Foundry. So a lot of balls in the air, but that's at least the latest one when it comes to whether or not they want to get a new building or possibly renovate it themselves. All right, man. Let's talk about the soccer team. Uh, you are doing the all soccer work, doing the voice of it, man, for the Charlotte FC. Uh, great rivalry, great crowd. Obviously, it made, it made a lot of folks really impressed when you saw that uh, turnout for the first big game. Atlanta and Charlotte coming up on Saturday. We're smarting from, obviously, Joseph sticking in our keister down in Miami over the weekend. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen? It's weird because I think you have both teams kind of coming in with different uh, mentalities, although both dealing with injuries. And I think – from Atlanta's standpoint, obviously, we'll have to see whether or not Yakamakis is going to play on Saturday. I know he's back in training, which I think is a great sign for them. Uh, for Charlotte, unfortunately, they're going to be down two of their best players, Enzo Capetti, the number nine striker, who backed his first brace last weekend uh, against New York City, is out because of a yellow card suspension. Same could be said for one of their top uh, defensive midfielders and Derek Jones, and they're having right now also some injuries in the back line as well. So, unfortunately, from Charlotte's perspective, it isn't the full squad making its way down I-85 to Atlanta. But they play for this this manager, and they definitely play up to competition. I know they took a 3-0 loss last time we saw them uh, back at the bank. I'm wondering whether or not uh, Atlanta's form of play then was a lot better than it is now, obviously having off of three losses in a row. But I'm looking forward to this one. should be a lot of fun. And uh, I like this to be a pretty competitive contest because uh, they always turn out for this rivalry, as you guys know. Yeah, and we were going to say, I mean, last year, as this thing, you know, came here to, to the bins, I, I guess I shouldn't have been shocked, but I, I was. I think Mike and I actually did a show um, leading up to this match, and, and there were a lot of Charlotte folks who came in yep. for the match. Uh, the, the support there has been good. Listen, we're spoiled. You know this, Willie P. I don't know if we'll see anything like what we saw with Atlanta, the initial support, but it's been really good there in Charlotte, hasn't it? It has. I mean, they're still second in the league in attendance. The Every match we've had here, aside from one, has had more than 30,000. Uh, they've opened up the upper deck a couple of times and uh, gotten more than fifty to 60,000 as well. So uh, there definitely is support for it. Uh, I know I talked to uh, the president this morning. He said that they're looking at uh, a couple of different buses, more than 1,000 coming down hmm. from Charlotte to Atlanta. I'll be riding on one of those buses, too, with one of the supporters groups and a little promotion we're doing with our radio station here. And uh, these people care about this team, man, and uh, they're really excited. They just sold out uh, in their secondary venue uh, for their U.S. Open Cup game tonight against Orlando. So uh, it's something where it's really taken over the city, and uh, it's very much like Atlanta. It's a, it's a multicultural event. You see people from all walks of life and uh, families being out there as well. It's, it's a real great model that they've followed, and I'm really, really blessed to be a part of it. All right, man. We know some of you guys are the yellow card issues, playing those extra mm-hmm. matches. So let's see. we got a fatigued FC. But, uh, yeah, by the way, you having fun up there, man? But, and for guys who don't oh. know, when you heard Willie here on the radio before we left Charlotte, what, how much weight did you lose, by the way? You look amazing. I, I'm about 60 pounds, guys. It's, uh, it's been crazy. Uh, I'm actually in, like, the last week of the program, so I now get to kind of deviate and do a little uh, maintenance, as they call it. So I'm, I'm happy, but, you know, uh, we're about three or four months after the wedding, so it's a lot of fun. We're trying to get stuff around the house done, and uh, even my folks are actually uh, taking to Charlotte. They're actually going to move down here uh, in about a couple months, too. So uh, 
it'll be uh, nice to have some uh, Pelagics on both sides of the state line. <laughs> That's awesome. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.